1: Hi, I'm Kai. I'm 14. I'm trans, gender fluid, and I like girls. I'm here to talk about my story a little. How I came out, how I discovered a bit about myself, etc. I was born female um, and for pretty much my whole life I was waiting for the day I'd fall in love with a boy. Everyone in my classes between like kindergarten and third grade um, Everyone kept talking about their crushes on boys and such, crushes in air quotes, Um, while I was just standing there like, man, that sounds really cool, wonder why I'm not getting one. Eventually, I just concluded that people were picking a boy and saying they had a crush. I didn't realize there were actual feelings supposed to be involved. When that didn't work out, I just concluded love wasn't for me and I was 100% okay with that. I thought my life would consist of moving out at 18 and living with three cats. I actually bet my mom $10 that I would never fall in love with a guy, and I should have bet more money, honestly. Uh, I kept on with life after that. Dropped out and homeschooled, because I'm way too cool for school. Um, And it actually turned out that I have multiple mental disorders, and that was partially why school just didn't really work out for me. Um, I was also very bored in classes. I just happened to absorb information a little faster than my peers, so my parents saw that I wasn't really reaching my full potential and they pulled me out so that I could have a more specialized program. So that worked out pretty well. Um, some of the mental stuff that I have to deal with um, it includes quite a lot of anxiety. Um, I have a mental disorder called misophonia, where basically I have a set of sounds that trigger anxiety, and I have a bunch of other anxiety disorders including autism and depression and anxiety, all diagnosed by professionals, mind you. Um, Some of those are quite chronic, so I didn't have a chance to seriously think about the whole love debacle for a few years, and that was three or four years ago. Two-ish years ago, I started thinking about it again, and I realized that no, in fact not everyone admired women to the extent that I did. I realized that I was indeed gay. I was 12, and I didn't want to come out yet because I thought no one would believe me. However, I ended up spilling the beans to my mother, and she believed me. That was pretty Gucci. Then I came out to my father and my older brother and sister by jumping out of a closet on Thanksgiving because I knew they'd be supportive anyway. That also turned out Gucci. I was pretty gay and happy for a while. Um, I was diving into the LGBT community headfirst and learning about all the identities. Um, then I discovered genders being on a spectrum, and I was like, whoa, wonder where I am. Uh, then I started questioning if I was really a girl. Kept thinking about it. First I thought I was a demi-girl, which means mostly girl. Um, I told my parents, and they had no clue what that was. After a while, I concluded I was genderfluid because every day I felt like a completely different gender. I learned about dysphoria and how I've had it for quite a long time without knowing a name for it. I talked to my parents and it took months and months for them to understand it all. I don't blame them though, it's very new territory. The first month that I discovered that I was genderfluid really sucked. My dysphoria was off the rails, I would freak out every time I didn't know my gender because it would change every day. I hated my voice, sometimes I wouldn't talk at all, I hated my body, I would always wear baggy clothes, I felt like crying any anytime, someone said my dead name, or she. After a little while, I became more comfortable with not knowing what my gender is, and that's usually my neutral state at this point, is just being very confused on my gender, and my parents started using they-them pronouns after a while of adjusting. I cut my hair and became a new person. My uh, being trans is no small feat, though. It comes with many hardships. I can't look at old photos of myself. I can't see old friends because they all think I'm a girl. I'm not out to a lot of people because I don't want things to be weird. I'm constantly, constantly straining to pass as androgynous, and I still want to vomit when I see my dead name. Um, my family is another topic as well. I'm half Indian, and that side of my family is very large. They're also very traditional. Uh, traditional. There are two types of people in my Indian family the really chill and gay type, who tend to be open minded and such, and then the super not chill and very LGBT phobic and sexist. Guess what? Most of my family is. Yeah. Um,. A little while ago, I came out on Facebook as trans and gay, and you know that my Indian family was all over that. Uh, a lot of our Indian family shunned us and spread rumors about, around the family about me and my mother and my dad gossiping behind our backs, which is just what they do best. My best friends are in my family, um, they're the cool gay kind. Um, They're my cousins, and I was scared that their mother and father wouldn't let us talk anymore. kind of sucked being shunned by my relatives, but I didn't really like them too much anyway. kind of weeded out the ones that I hated the most, well, except I, I did like my grandmother. I guess I like her less now. She kept insisting to talk to me and help me and recommending therapists that would turn me straight. So weird. Hell no. However, it really helps having such a supportive community and close family. My friends have been by my side, and I couldn't ask for better ones. Shout out to Potato, Prince, Juice, Frog, Tube, Bunny, Ty, L, Bumblebee, Soph, Jazz. Ah, I love you. Uh, my therapists have really helped me out. They're super important to me. Um, and my close family, as in my mom, my dad, and my brothers, have been amazingly adaptive and supportive. Except my grandmother, but she can go eat an egg. I'm very fortunate to have them, and if anyone's listening who isn't so lucky, you'll find people who support you as well. I'm still far from figuring myself out, but I'm comfortable with myself for now. Let me just go.
0: Alright. Um, it tr- um, all started on my fifth birthday, I think. I had a dinosaur-themed birthday party. And when I was younger, gender roles weren't always brought up to me. I was taught that pink dolls and princesses were all linked to feminine stuff, and, like, blue and sports and fighting and all that were masculine. So when gifts were usually given to me, and if anything was feminine or just didn't feel like it would belong to me, I would, like, throw it across the yard, and I would yell at my parents, be like, I don't want this, or, like, just freak out. And that's probably one of the earliest memories I have. I also remember sitting in the backseat of the car and repeating my birth name over and over in my head, and just being like, this doesn't sound right. And um, I remember in school, I would like tell everybody like I'm a boy, call me a boy. And because of that, like it was hard to make friends for the first few years of like starting elementary school because like people were saying, you're going around telling people something that you're something that you're not. So then around like sixth grade, I met a girl named Christina. She pretty much opened my eyes to the LGBT community and she came out to me as bisexual. And I had no idea what any of that meant at first. So I did my research and I came across the term transgender and after that I did more research and after like reading that it was basically to identify as the opposite gender than you were assigned at birth and it it made me realize this is who I am and I didn't know how to identify at first. I needed time to think about all of that. But uh, by August of 2016 I think, yeah, I identified as non-binary because I felt both feminine and masculine but I used they, them pronouns at the time because I didn't know what gender I'd feel comfortable as. And then a month later I met my best friend Alex, who first came out to me as gender fluid. And we were both like really able to relate to each other because, um, like he came out as Alex because he wanted to be accepted as a boy socially. And I saw a lot of me in him and I think three months after that I came out as transgender. And after I came out, nobody really believed me because I came out only like a few months after him. And everyone took it as, oh, you're copying him. And the only reason that I came out as trans was that he would be friends with me, which wasn't true at all. Like, what people didn't realize was that he was the one who sat down with me in his room for, I think, about three hours. And we talked about gender identity and gender roles. And he's the one to help me realize. And I never, I never came out to my dad after that. I was way too scared to tell him anything because his side of the family was very Republican and didn't believe in LGBT and like they were very racist and homophobic so he ended up going through my phone and um, found out through my messages and reacted just like how my peers did he told me that I was trying to be just like Alex and that before I met Alex I was never trans and then after that he told me I wasn't allowed to come out in school so the only people that really were supportive were Alex, mom, my stepdad, Anthony, they all told me that they supported me no matter what. So especially when I was there on weekends, um, I was the most comfortable. And I had told uh, mom and Anthony how dad had reacted, and it completely split the family in half because of the conflict and disagreement on how I, uh, I should be able to express myself and, like, how I wanted. Um, so I remember, like, after that, I tried to figure out my name, and nothing really felt comfortable with me, for me. Um... And I think about a week after that, I came out as Tyler, and everyone was reacting the same way. And I think probably the hardest part about that, I wasn't supportive. I wasn't supported in the house that I lived in, so I was basically I was living two lives. Because at one at one at school, and at mom's house, I was Tyler, and I was I was out as a guy, and then at home where I was ninety percent of the time. I was still my birth name, and I was still a girl, and it just, it wasn't, it, it just, it wasn't fun, and I, I think after a year and a half, my dad finally, like, opened his eyes a little bit, and he let me, like, dress how I wanted. I finally was able to cut my hair short, and um, he took away, like, most of, like, the stuff I had, like, pride flags or chest binders, and he told me, if you want this, you have to buy this yourself, because usually my friends gave it to me. Um, and it was hard to get stuff by myself because I was in middle school and I didn't have a job. Um, so then, like, I finally, like, came across to my dad and he was like, listen, we need to fix this, like, now. Like, I So he finally decided, fine, we'll get you, like, a new wardrobe and stuff. So we went out and we bought pretty much practically a brand new wardrobe. But even with that, I wasn't able to bind, which was important to me. Because how can I wear these clothes that made me feel so confident, but still know that my chest wasn't flat enough? to pass as a guy. And the one thing that definitely did suck was that Alex and I came came out at around the same exact time and I was never able to transition as well and as fast as him. So I mainly depended on my mom for everything. She was very supportive and gave me things that I wanted that my dad wouldn't. And I met a social worker at school, she helped me a lot too. And she gave me resources and always checked up on me, asked me how I was doing, um, how I was at home. And she helped me feel a lot more safe in school letting my teachers know I wanted to be called my male pronouns, and transition. So I think this summer was definitely the first summer that I was able to convince my parents to let me come out in school, and they told me that it was fine, but, like, I, they have to know that, like, I'm not, I don't, they don't want my name changed in this system, so I think if I do want that done, like, they told me that I have to do that in a few years. Um, I had a huge argument with my family a couple weeks ago and they they told me like that they wanted their little girl back so that was definitely really hard because I have been out for three and a half years and they still haven't supported me whatsoever and they say like that they don't like having a trans son, and I'm like well you kind of have to deal with that and uh, yeah that's pretty much about it And thanks for listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, showcasing and encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. And remember, listen, learn, love.